0: Hey there! My name is A. Bear, and welcome to I Have Things To Say. It's the podcast where I say things that might make you laugh, cry, think, maybe feel encouraged, but hopefully these things make you want to hear more things I have to say. It's awkward meets charm meets wit with a side of insight. So I'm glad you're here, because I have things to say. Yay! All right, welcome, episode seven here today. My name is Terry. I'm your host for I Have Things To Say because I have things to say and that's why we're here. So I can say them and you can hear them uh, and share them. And it's just super exciting exciting to be doing uh, episode seven today. I'm now on Apple Podcasts, which is so so fun. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, uh, I want to welcome you here as well as my Spotify audience, my all the different platforms where people are coming from. It's just so fun to be on like seven or eight things out in the world where people are, people I don't know can actually hear me say the things I have to say, and you know a lot of people I do know. So welcome everyone. Uh, today's episode kind of rumbled has rumbled around in my head for a couple of days and that'll be true for a lot of episodes i kind of it's kind of how i write sometimes too as it kind of rumbles around in there and then something will trigger it and it, i'll spit it out so today uh i want to talk about personal development a little bit but with a little bit of a twist to it and i'm going to talk more about personal development i'll probably go through some different things that I have learned, um, like sources, like some of my favorite personal development books and things uh, in another episode. But today I wanted to talk about um, personal development in the sense that Um, it only works if you use it, right? And so (laughs) um, that's really important. And there's lots of ways to experience personal development. You know, there's books, there's conferences, there's different podcasts, including this one. And there's just, there's different ways to grow as a person and to develop into um, a better leader or a better, um, you know, coworker, a better parent or just a better person as a whole, but the key to personal development is that you can read all the books, you can go to all the conferences, you can listen to all the podcasts and the speakers and do all the things and check your box that I've done my personal development for the day. But if you're not actually open to change, you're that's not actually personally developing you, if that makes sense. So personal development is not just a thing that's out there. It's actually an activity you have to do and take to heart. And so one key part of being open to personal development and um, growing and changing as a person is being open to feedback, right? And so uh, you have to be willing to listen to the good stuff where people praise you and say, uh, "You're amazing, you're awesome at that. Go do more of that. I want to learn more from you." or that was a really good way that you did that. or you were an awesome mom today, the way that you didn't you know, scream at your child in the grocery store that was super amazing. and you did a great job at work today. you showed up. you had clothes on and you stayed awake all day. Great job. So there's that kind of um, positive reinforcement feedback, but then there's there's the not so positive feedback. And that's actually where we grow the most, right? And I'm preaching to my own self here as I say this. Um, but the hardest personal development is the personal development that actually kind of gives you that, that you make that face when you read it, because you know, you know, the face when you hear it or something, because, you know, you feel it kind of in that weird space in your chest, where you know, okay, that's something I need to work on. Uh, and in that moment, you either decide, okay, I'm just going to read that, and tuck that away and know that's a thing out there, but I'm gonna get to a chapter in this book that actually um, is more easy for me to digest, or you go, okay, I'm actually gonna pin that up on my whiteboard right now or write that on my to-do list and dig more into that right now because I know that's an area I need to grow and I wanna do it sooner rather than later, right? So that's the hard kind of feedback um, to take. And it's hard to do that with people you trust and know, Um, It's even harder to do that, you know, from people you maybe aren't too sure about who notice something and want to speak up or somebody, you know, someone you actually don't know at all. You have literally no relationship with, but they have something um, that they feel that they need to come to you about or, you know, they just want to offer you a little bit of, hey, you're really awesome. It would be like a hundred times better if you just tweak this one little thing. That's hard to hear. That's hard to digest. It's hard to not feel like, oh my gosh, I suck. I'm terrible. Everyone hates me. I'm terrible at this. But even worse than taking feedback, negative feedback or, or constructive criticism. Constructive criticism, I think, is the politically way, correct way to say that and not make it sound like negative. Um, the hard, the the worst worse than owning it too much and feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm a terrible person because I did that wrong. Worse than that is being defensive about it. Okay. So I have a story. So being defensive about, and that's, that's my, that's one of my Achilles heels. It's hard for me to hear because I try so hard to be awesome, to do the right things, to, I'm a people pleaser. So I, I have to really I have to really watch that because I try so hard to do it right the first time and to check all the boxes and get it right. That when something comes back to me that, well, it actually needs more work or that wasn't awesome or the way you did that was not great. Um, it's hard for me to not get defensive and try to explain my way out of it and rationalize why I did it that way instead of hearing what whoever is telling me is trying to tell me and saying, oh my gosh, thank you for that feedback. I hadn't thought about that. Let me make some adjustments. I appreciate you being honest with me, right? That's super hard. So let me tell a story. So here's a story. I love telling stories. That's kind of why we're here <laughs> to hear me tell stories about things. So, Airbnb, right? So, everyone knows what Airbnb is, I hope. If you don't, let me give you just a quick overview. So, Airbnb is a company, and through this company, people can sign up as a host to host uh, guests. So, you've got guests and hosts through Airbnb hosts will rent out their property. So whether it's a home or a room in their home or like a garage apartment or something like that, you can travel around the country, maybe around the world, I don't know. But you can travel around and instead of renting a hotel room, you can rent somebody's house for the length of your stay with a few days, week, whatever. So you go to Airbnb, the website, and you look for the city where you're going, and you look at all the available properties. Each property will tell you a little bit about it. Uh, i tell you where it's located, what's close by. Um, it'll describe the interior and the exterior. So it'll tell you how many rooms, how many beds, how many how many people it can sleep. You know, amenities, kitchen stuff, that kind of thing. And you'll be able to see photos and ratings and all that kind of stuff. So they provide a good deal of information about a place so that you can uh make a good decision about where you want to stay based on the information that is provided on that website um so as a guest then you pick your place you go and stay so i recently stayed i like i love airbnb have done several airbnbs always been a good experience for me um and i recently had an airbnb stay some girlfriends uh, for a conference so we stayed in this condo and um we thought we thought it had certain things that it ended up not having in terms of sleeping arrangements. So we, when we, it was, a, and it was fine. The The stay was fine. It was totally fine. Um, it wasn't ideal. was a little different than we were expecting, but that's fine. Um, and so we stayed there. Um, the biggest issue was with the sleeping description of the sleeping arrangement. So it had one queen bed, which is awesome. And then it had, told us it had a sofa bed or a single bed. Well, we got there and there was no single bed. There was a loveseat that didn't fold out into a sofa bed. So the sofa bed actually was a futon and the futon was located in a walk-in closet, which that's fine. A little privacy, it actually. It was fine. Um, but I chose that after we figured out that the single bed was not a single bed, but a loveseat that actually wasn't a bed at all. And as, as a grown woman, I chose not to try and curl myself up on a love sleep love seat to sleep for three nights I feel like that was a reasonable decision <laughs> I'm confident in that so this day was fine you know when you're at a conference you're not really at your sleeping place very much anyway you're at the thing and you're out with people and it's just a big it's girl time it's fun time right so back home uh, a couple weeks later did the review of the place and I gave this day uh, a four out of five stars uh, in my opinion, four out of five stars is a really good rating. I will give a place, and this is my own personal criteria. I will do a five-star rating if I have an absolutely fantastic, perfect experience. And not that my bar is super high because I'm a budget traveler, but, uh, and I'm not even picky about like super little, like cutesy little extras. I mean, if I if I'm if I'm comfortable and have places to sleep, and you know, not not murdered in my sleep uh, because of the place I chose to stay, then, you know, I'm good. I'm really good. So, but my, I had, we had a couple concerns. I had a couple concerns about what the website listed from Airbnb by the host in terms of sleeping descriptions of places to sleep versus what we actually found when we got in there. So I put that note in there and uh, there was construction, which never, you know, that's not anyone's fault that there's construction, but Construction changed a little bit of how we were able to get where we needed to be and just kind of made it a little bit less convenient than we thought it might be based on uh, descriptions of the place. So I noted that too. A couple things. Gave, you know, five stars. It was clean. It was fine. Had no issues. We made it work. It was fine. This week, I woke up to an email from the host. She was not not at all happy with my four star rating four out of five um so that was odd to me that I had never gotten a feedback back from a host or anyone really where I give a four star because four stars really good I mean I could have been really mad that I had to sleep on an uncomfortable futon when I thought I had a bed but I didn't I you know I just it was whatever so I'm not going to do that I'm not punitive unless it's a horrible horrible experience and it wasn't so, as we continue to converse back and forth, it just got worse. Very defensive, very, very, um, well, I always get five stars and, uh, we've been doing this for a long time and you should understand better how to do your reviews and understand what things mean on the website. So, um, this goes back to what I mentioned in the first segment, right? So being open to feedback and not being defensive. So. What I figured out was quickly happening is uh, this was a bullying tactic and I know this because I've experienced it quite a bit and I've finally gotten into a place in my life where I'm not okay with being bullied into things like this. So um... I'm not one that's punitive really like I don't I will rarely call something out um I, you know I will stop my business like I will take my business away but I I try not to unless I've had a horrible experience I don't really go out and blast things like never use this person again they were awful um but what what I've learned through this experience and through some other experiences is kind of how far I've come in a couple areas and I wanted to share that because um, it's really important to do a couple things. So, first thing is to stand up for you, um, and so I did that. I the first response I got back from this host, and let me just let me just put a disclaimer here. I love Airbnb. Um, the only reason this really um, caught my attention and caused me great concern because this has never happened to me with Airbnb before, especially since the stay was fine and my review was okay. So. Um, When she first responded to me, um, I took a beat because I knew, okay, I'm about to get mad (laughs) because this this person is trying to tell me that what I experienced wasn't real uh, because she had never heard it from anyone else before. So I want to be very clear that this is a pivotal moment for me because um, at times in my life, I have been afraid to actually believe what I experienced is true because someone else is telling me, it's wrong, or they're telling me that. Uh, well, they're validating their own experience to invalidate mine. So say something like, "You know, I went to this restaurant and the food wasn't really that good. I don't know if I'm going to go there. What do you think?" Well, that's that's my restaurant, and that no one's ever told me that before. So that, that you're you just you just you're wrong. Does that make sense? So this is essentially what this host is telling me is that um, because other people had never told her this before, which is not true because I found other reviews about it once I did some digging. Um, but because she has such a good history of uh, doing this for so long and so many good ratings that that my my experience wasn't right. She called it inaccurate. Let me just tell you that your experiences are never inaccurate. Because why? Because you are experiencing them. It may not sync up with something else someone else has experienced. Uh, it may not sync up with feedback someone else has given this person, uh, but that doesn't mean that it's inaccurate at all. So that was a that was that was a pivotal moment for me in reading. And who knew Airbnb could be such a good source of personal development? But it created this whole scenario for me. That felt important to share. Um, So it it turned into a bullying scenario, right? So kind of continued back and forth. Because honestly, I just wanted to see where this lady was going with all this. Like why she was so defensive about um, something that's such an easy fix. And I even suggested to her, uh, you know, hey, if you just made a couple tweaks to your description on the website. It's, you're not gonna lose business, you're actually gonna be a better host because you're gonna be more accurate in portraying what you have so that the right people find your place. She continued to defend and just be very defensive about, no, that's not right, no, I'm right because I've been doing this for so long. You know what? It doesn't matter how long you've been doing something, you still can improve. Um, in anything you do, and especially if you run a business of any kind, if there's any kind of customer service aspect to your business, Y'all, you can always improve. Uh, and let me tell you what. It's really important to listen to uh, areas where you need to improve. And I'm saying this to myself as much to everybody else. Um, it, it, and We're going to get more into this in the next segment, but it's important to listen to those minority voices sometimes not to put too much importance there but to listen to them at times because somebody might be trying to tell you something so i I realized that i needed to um i wanted a, a good solid conversation of back and forth with this woman to kind of figure out okay do i really have an issue here or did i just read her stuff wrong and no i didn't just read her stuff wrong um we really had an issue. So I took a beat and I will rarely reach, I will rarely go over anybody's head. I would rather solve a problem with a person. And this is, this is coming from a person I hate conflict. I hate it, but I would rather solve it, talk it out, deal with it one-on-one with you and move on versus go over anybody's head. But I felt like Airbnb needed to be brought into this because this host who owns more than one property than just the one we stayed in is representing that them Airbnb to guests. So it's it had gone beyond just this this host in her space that she rented to us now this was marring my whole take on Airbnb because if hosts were allowed to respond in this way and kind of berate guests for giving them a 4 out of a 5 um that makes me not want to stay at any Airbnb anymore, right? So I did it. I reached out to Airbnb, kind of gave them my spiel through uh, online communication and just asked a couple questions. I wanted some clarification on some things that this woman had told me, this host. uh, And just, I was looking for a little bit of, not even compensation. And I made that very clear today, but I was just looking for a little bit of, okay, am I crazy or is this host overreacting? So I'm, I'm really pleased to say that Airbnb responded to me within 24 hours and had a lovely chat with a woman this afternoon who could see all the back and forth and she could see everything on the back end. And she looked at my review and even the private part that went to um, the host. And she was about as baffled as I was at this host's response. So um, all that's to say, I'm gonna go into detail and I told her I'm not wanting money back. I don't wanna hurt this woman's business, but I just feel like this is hurting my desire to stay with Airbnb going forward. And I need, I just need to know that this isn't okay. So that next time I go and I give a four star review, if that's what encouraged. Uh, is that if that's what happens, is it deserves a four star instead of a five star? Then I'm not going to get yelled at again by the host for not giving them five stars. Because here's the thing you can't bully people into giving you five stars. You have to earn five stars, right? You got to earn four stars. You got to earn your respect. You got to earn your feedback. And so um, Airbnb is great. So they're, they're, super kind of mean and responded. And I felt heard, which is super important. When you speak up, you need to feel heard. So I, it's not easy for me to speak up. And so I'm when I do, the more I get the courage to do so and go, okay, wait a minute. I'm actually not wrong here. Um, so let's figure out how we can approach this in a way where uh, you understand that maybe you might be wrong and let's, let's work this out. So if somebody will actually listen to me when I speak up, that's great. So Airbnb, all credit to Airbnb because they they responded right away. Got this kind woman who wouldn't let me get off the phone with her until she felt like I felt like I was okay, <laughs> and uh, said she would address some things with the host and move or move forward from that. So my lesson, my first lesson from this was okay, stand up for yourself, stand up for you. I didn't want anything back from this host except to know that I was not. My, my experience wasn't inaccurate. And you don't actually need anybody to tell you that. You need to believe that for yourself, but uh, kind of that process of reaching out and talking with Airbnb and giving Airbnb the opportunity to be the good customer service rep and to make it right with me as their customer, they're gonna get my repeat business now where if I had just left it with that sour taste in my mouth after going back and forth with this host, I'm not sure I would have rented from Airbnb again, to be quite honest. So all credit, all credit to Airbnb for being awesome. So the second thing I wanted to talk about that was kind of a a deep thought for me, a deep thought moment for me as a result of this was just about ratings and reviews and feedback. Um, it's these days, so many businesses um, work with a rating and review system. Um, it's one thing that everybody looks for when you're going to research, whether it's a you know a car dealership or somebody to come work on your air conditioner, or you need a new roofer, you need a roof and you're looking at roofers, you know whatever it is, you're gonna look at the reviews. It's one of the first things I always look at, like I'll find out a little bit about a place or a thing that I need to do or wanna go or try. And I immediately go to the reviews and see what people have to say. And we've kind of become a culture that depends on reviews, right? Like your business, you can tell me how awesome your business is and how awesome you are at whatever it is you do. I want to hear that from other people. I want to be able to find, you know, Joe Schmo from wherever and read his review and trust that it's honest. Uh, there's a whole culture of, you know, paid reviews and piling on reviews just to boost up somebody's uh, rating system, but with an Airbnb or with like what I do here on the podcast, um, I, that survives on real reviews. You know, you want your reviews to be good, but the key is you can't bully people into giving you a five-star review. And I'm going to tell you this as a person who really values, uh, the input of others when I'm looking for something. Um, I don't, I will not probably not go for anything that has all five-star reviews because those, ladies and gentlemen, are not honest. And here's what I mean by that. So you, if you write something five stars, I'm not trying to say that you are dishonest about it. I'm going to say that sometimes, you know, if it's between a one or a five, you know, unless you had a really horrible experience with something, for the most part, you're going to click that five star and move on. You may put in a couple notes and a lot of people, a lot of places will give you something if you give them a review. So they'll give you a coupon on your next service or a free gift in the mail if you give a review. So keep those things in mind when you're looking at reviews. And to me, you know, a five-star review because I'm getting a coupon for you, heck yeah. I'm just gonna click five stars and say, you're awesome, this place was the best and move on and get my my coupon, right? So. I'm always wary if I see anything, whether it's an Airbnb residence or anything at all that has only five star reviews and no negative comments, okay? Now, I'm also wary if I see all negative comments and no positive comments, that's the opposite end of the spectrum, so stay away from that. But I just encourage you um, to be wary of five stars, and here's why, because if somebody gives you a three or a four and gives you some notes about your business or the service they received or their experience that day, they're actually not trying to hurt your business. They're actually trying to give you some feedback that will help you be better at what you do. So for me to sit down and give someone a four star review means it wasn't perfect, but I was pretty happy with my experience. And here's a couple notes about what I experienced and I'll see you again next time. Um, if you are in such a place that you can't handle a four-star review you don't need to be in the business that you're doing (laughs) i'm just going to be pretty honest with that because uh, you know get upset over a one star if you don't feel that was earned uh one stars a lot of one stars come from people who are just really angry anyway nothing makes them happy and they feel like if they complain about it they'll get something for free Um, you know the squeaky wheel gets all the grease that kind of thing but um you know one star reviews are uh and sometimes you know business will will try to rack up a bunch of one stars on a a competitor's business because they want to bring that business down. Now that's dishonest workplace, you know, camaraderie, that kind of thing. But you know, if somebody, if you have a truly horrible experience and you're not a horrible customer, give someplace a one or two star review and say why. If you're generally happy with your experience, but want to give a couple notes so that you can let other people know what you experienced or things to look out for. Hey, we got to the parking lot of this uh, Airbnb, but it wasn't we couldn't quite find the entrance, just be aware it's hard to find, four stars review. Okay, that's not a problem. And actually those are the kinds of things I would wanna see and hear if I were running a business that depended on people's feedback, people's experiences. Because someone took the time to give me a note about their experience is gonna make it better for the next person to come. Um, And that is so important. So let me just caution you. For those of you who are in businesses where ratings are important, ratings are important in podcasting. Ratings are important in my cosmetics build business. Not necessarily ratings, but positive reviews. You know, I want people to to post if you know my products, you know, are working for them. If they love my customer service or love what I do for them, yeah, I want to hear that. I also want to hear if I'm not doing my job. That hurts. That's hard to hear, but I'm losing. I'm losing business and leaving people unhappy if I'm not doing the things they need to see for me in terms of customer service and the business that I do. If people hate my podcast and they just keep, keep giving me one stars or two stars because actually I honestly haven't seen any ratings, yet, that, that's how new I am. And I'm not begging for five stars by any stretch. But, um, you know, if, if people are rating me low and giving me notes about, you know, eh, it's okay, but not super interesting. I need to pay attention to that and figure out, okay, is that just my podcast? Am I okay with that? Or are there things I can do to generate um, generate um, more positive feedback, reach more people, have a more interesting show, that kind of thing. And right now I know it's just me talking. So it's not super, super interesting unless you just like to hear me talk, uh, which I don't know what people do. But, um, you know, different things will come the more I build up my abilities and, and things on the show. So, you know, I just encourage you and caution you to listen to those threes and fours um it's kind of like coming up with the average right so when you when you get an overall rating um you weed out the top and the bottom right your overall rating kind of it throws out all the crazy ones from people who are just mad at the world and it throws out you know a lot of the crazy fives from people who are just throwing you five stars because they either really like you as a person and maybe they haven't even experienced what you do yet but they just want to support you so they give you five stars or they which i love you if you're doing that (laughs) or they're just giving you five stars because you're getting giving them something in return like a coupon or something like that so an overall rating is the average of all of that pay more attention to that and then go for the middle whether it's a product you're looking at on amazon or it's a um it's a uh, you know, a show you want to listen to or a service that you need for your house. Pay attention to what people in a three to four range are saying. And then for your own personal life, find the threes and fours in your life who are willing to give you honest feedback and pay attention to that. Don't write it off. Don't try to validate their your experience over their experience by being defensive or coming up with excuses for why you do it that way. Be open to feedback and be open to change because that's how you develop as a human. That's how you grow. And you need those people in your life who are willing to go, you know what? This is really good. I think it could be better if you tried this. Or, you know, you're doing an awesome job at that, but you're kind of falling short in this one area. If you did that, in addition to that, you would be killing it. Because let me tell you, the people who are only the fives in your life, who are cheering you on, who are telling you what you do is amazing, every single time without any kind of other kind of feedback and this you know there's exceptions to this but they're your cheerleaders and you don't always need cheerleaders do you understand what i mean by that to only listen to cheerleaders mean you you've got fans and your fans are going to follow you no matter what you do no matter where you go and you know what, your fans are gonna usher you right off a cliff if they if you don't see that that cliff is there and they're just tell me, telling you you're awesome, keep going. Uh, and that applies to, you know, anyone who, <laughs> honestly, if I were to do something that I wasn't really good at and people were telling me that I was amazing and I just kept doing it, I need new people, right? <laughs> so if people are telling you, oh my gosh, you're amazing at this, but you actually aren't amazing. They're trying to make you feel good because they love you and they care about you and they're a big fan. It could be that they just want to ride your wave. You know, they want to be in your glory and your. they want to be in whatever they want to follow on your coattails, no matter where it leads, because they see that you've got something that maybe they don't have. So telling you you're amazing is a way to stay close and to get there. But in reality there's some fours and some threes over here who are saying yeah but you might want to watch there's a really big drop right there (laughs) you might want to watch out for that and try this other thing or i think you could use some help in this area um and that's what your threes and your fours are they're not three and four level friends they're not subpar friends or subpar people because they aren't rating you as high that's where the gold is, my friend. That's where people are sharing their true, valid experiences with you and wanting to see you succeed in the right ways and not in the rush of just trying to, you know, shuttle you off to glory and, you know, who knows if they'll be there when you fall kind of thing. So all of this is to say... bringing this back full circle to where I started this episode in segment one, um, being open to feedback. So I think I already said this, but had this host come back and said, thank you for your feedback. I'm going to take that to heart because I want to be an amazing host and I'm going to look back at my stuff and just make sure everything is accurate. Blah, blah, blah. Um, wow. What, what a humble moment for her. And for me, I would have felt, you know, fantastic for helping this woman, um, make her business even better and I would have had so much respect for her I probably would have even gone back and changed my review I'm just saying customer service is really amazing so and it's all in how you receive and it is hard to hear the feedback even if it's just four star even if it's just a little tweak but I promise you that um, and this is hard for me too, because it's just, it's all, I'm a writer, right? I'm a creative with a podcast. It's new. It's hard to hear, you know, to write something and pour your heart and soul into it. And then for somebody to send it back and go, eh, you know, it's all right. Or, you know, to, for a client to send something back with a ton of edits. Um, it's hard, but you know, my God, my job is not to be perfect or to defend what I do. My job is to take feedback in life and to Take that and go, okay, there must be some truth to this somewhere, even if, you know, the masses don't see this. Are the masses being honest with me? Or is this person, are these few people the ones being honest with me? And if I believe it's something I need to change to... Heck yeah, show me how to do it. Let's get it done. And that's the whole point of personal development. It's not in how many books you can read or how many conferences you can attend or if you can, you know, retweet your favorite um, superstar fangirl over, you know, the latest, um, you know, personal development guru. And I'm just, let me qualify that and say there are some fantastic people out there that I love to hear from. And I'm gonna talk about more of that in another episode. But, you know, it's not about showing the world that you're doing personal development, it's taking the personal development and letting it personally develop you. Oh my gosh, how's that for an Emmy line, right? (laughs) I came up with that all by myself. It's, you know, it's a good day. Well, I think that's enough for today. Some food for thought. Uh, I, you know, sometimes I never know how these are going to turn out, but um, I'm thankful for this uh, experience with Airbnb. I know it's a trivial thing, but that's, that's how we learn things in in life is, is uh, telling stories and telling perspectives. And I'm so thankful to all of you for being here and listening to my stories. Uh, You can subscribe to me on now on Apple Podcasts. to click that little subscribe button. So you always know when I post a new episode, Um, you can also click, there's a little link in the bottom left corner of your Apple iTunes or your, uh, your podcast, your Apple podcast platform. It says website. That takes you to my host platform, which is Anchor. Uh, Anchor is a fantastic app to learn and do your own podcast. If you ever want to give it a try, this is where I've been making my podcast. On my page, my I Have Things to Say page in Anchor, you'll see is a purple button that says support this podcast. That's one way that you can give me uh, a little bit of support monetarily. It's like Five stars, but with money, right? <laughs> so, if you're led to support this podcast, that's the way to do it. Otherwise, I'm just glad you're here. It's free to listen to me on all seven or eight of the platforms, Spotify, all the things. So, continue to listen. Please share with my uh, your friends, share with my friends, but with your friends, family. Uh, if you hear an episode that you think someone could benefit from, please send it to them. Uh, I'm so grateful for that, and I'm just thankful if uh, anything I say is an encouragement to others, helps others, helps someone uh, with, um, who feels alone or feels like they're in, a, they're in a weird spot that nobody can relate to. It's possible I've been in that spot too, because I've been through some weird spots. So <laughs> I have things to say, and I will continue to say them. We'll see you again next time uh, soon on I Have Things to Say.